That, that guitarist points at the crowd. He does some pointing. I wonder who the guitar player for Accept was. I have no idea. I found this song for you, Bob, because it's D-Train. <laughs> Anything starting with a D reminds people of Detroit. That's just the way it is. Man, why is the cello podcast so heavy on the D? <laughs> I don't know. We've all been there. No matter what you do to EQ this, it's still low fi I would die in a plane crash with these guys. You would? I would. Absolutely. Absolutely. I bet you'd be just a blast going down in a train, going down in a plane with these guys. Just like, here we go. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he sounds like, uh, what's his name from Skid Row just now? That high ass scream like that? The, oh, what was that? Sebastian Bach. Sebastian Bach. I heard that dude is crazy by the way like a wild man like just a wild man like just does so much it's nuts pickle On up, Bob. I had episode a, 38, right? I had a girl. 40, baby. 40. No, we're on episode 38. Oh, we are 38. Yes. Oh, sorry. Don't lose that thought. I'm Go always on. worried. I'm always worried people are talking about my age. But yes, we are on 38. You like that? The good thing about the ep- podcast is that the episodes don't follow your age because <laughs> you'd end up at 56 <laughs> in the next three months. No, I'm, God, I'm moving that way quickly, so... Don't, don't, uh, don't hold back. What was that thought you had a girl? Oh, I actually, in high school, I had a girl stop dating me and go for my best friend because he looked like Sebastian Bach. <laughs> Classy. What year was this? Oh, God. 90... 1990. Okay. 1990. Okay. Yeah. Which is... That's, that's prime. When, that's prime Sebastian Bach time. It's when Slave to the Grind came oh, out. Oh, yeah. Because... That was like their second or third album, and that was a fucking, you know. That was good for his time. Good for his time. I hope he walked by you in the hallway. And just whatever. arm around her, just staring <laughs> at me, just like. <laughs> he, he had the first skinny jeans. He, a lot of them did, though. Yeah. A lot of them did. Think about, like, Priest. They were all skinny jeaned. They were all skinny jeaned up. Yeah, with, like, uh, here's that choo-choo train. Oh, they end with it too. Yeah, they Good did. for them. All right, episode thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Here Jell-O we are. Podcast. Here we are. Dot com. Progressing quickly. At Jello Podcast on the Twitter. I fixed the uh, website. 
Good for you. You Got inspired some... me. You know why? Do work, son. Do work, son. <sighs> it is a little bit of work, especially for somebody who doesn't know how to do uh, coding and shit like that. I wouldn't even know the first. I still called an iPad and iPod up until like six months ago. Right. Like, that's how bad iPad I am. iPad mini, iPad slice, iPad... Look, Google can do anything. It can drive a fucking car. <laughs> it, can, it can figure out my stuff, but... It takes pictures of my property. So, on the website... For those of you who are listening, and by the way, since your friends listen now. Yes. Yes, they um, do. <laughs> so that everybody knows, the thing that hosts what we do and say and mm-hmm. record is an Amazon site. And it's, it's free up to a point. Well, after doing 38 epi- 37 episodes, I've never once had it actually charge my card. <laughs> anyway, since you've done the podcast, it's, it's charged me. It's worth the money. It's not about the money, but it's just You're amazing. Welcome. That means that there's a lot of people pulling from it. So your friends in what? Oh, uh, Mandy's Where? friend is in L.A. I have friends in Houston that are listening now. Um, <laughs> oh, I have, I have ex lovers here in Austin that listen now. So yeah, yeah it's 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 definitely it's it's nice. Yeah, it's cool. Nice. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's nothing they wouldn't normally hear. I got to be. Honest. <laughs> I, I've got to be honest. I think that. Um, if I may go on a tangent here, mm-hmm. I, I think that, you know, I do this online dating thing. Yes. I think, you know, when they do their initial Google search, which I go ahead and let them do right away, like, here's gonna, my name, so go ahead. And, yeah, and that's fine. I'd like them yeah. to. I mean, what have I got to hide? Right, right. And by the way, I think when they find this, <laughs> I've noticed that it takes about 48 hours for them to find this. And when they find this, there's either a jump off or they're they're just, on they're on they're or, like or it. it's on yeah really yeah. on and those are those are the good ones i'm gonna say they this right are. now those are the good ones they are those and, are the good ones and you'll i think you'll agree with this there's a lot of women mm-hmm. that say they want something different from what they had and you know what they're looking for the fucking same thing they yeah. were married to before without that history I swear to God, they say they want something different. I want a guy that's like this and this and that. You know what? They want a guy that lives where they live and does what they do and has stuff within two years of where they are in their you know, timeline of shit. And they're just, they're crazy. They're not worth it. I'd rather, I'd rather know, let me know up front. Do you, well, do you still secretly like your husband? <laughs> Somewhere still, your dad is in there. Your dad is in there. Well, that yeah, too. Your dad is in there. Well, you know, it, even in us, even in males, there there is something psychological about the. You know, there is something about the females we're attracted to that that they say um, is somewhat what we've always wanted. Whether it be the Sigmund Freud mom thing, or whether it be what we were married to, or whatever. Um, I would. It depends on what you're looking for. It depends. There are people who get divorced from their husbands or their wives, and they jump into a marriage with the exact same kind of person. You just and keep making works, the same mistakes, and it ends up work. Well, it may end up work for them. Or I know somebody who married the same wife three times. Three times. That is unusual. That is that is um, that is unusual, but it goes along that same principle. It does go along that same principle of the status quo. That same thing that's happening, and yeah, there, there's some kind of comfort in there, I guess, for it, them. It's what they knew, and it what they mistake for. 
I think they get mixed up in the stability that they had. Mm-hmm. The type of guy that offers the stability that they had is not the kind of guy they think they want. But then they go, you know what? I'll accept but 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 A B C and right, D, right. but not they have their list E and F, right? And so they end up feel with the same crap they do. over again. They do, they do. Uh, okay. And then you know what they do? Bitch about that. Yes. Yeah. I'm cutting you off. I didn't mean to. No, 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 no. no. Uh, I'll give you an example. Um, um, as you know, you've met you've met my girlfriend. Yeah. Which uh, she good is. looking woman. Oh, I know. God damn. Knockout. I know. Thick I know. hair like a like a horse's Isn't tail. It? You know what I mean? Isn't like, it? It is insane. I bet she uses uh, mane and tail. Or at one point did to get it that thick. I bet so, but I think it's genetics. It All is, I know it is, is it wraps around my hand very nicely. So, <laughs> so. No split ends. No, that. not at all. Not at all. <laughs> um, I know for a fact that I am different than anybody she has dated. Uh, pr- prime example. I, I think I was telling you earlier. That sure, I, I just, can see that. I, I went and got my ears stretched. I just recently went and got them restretched. You're talking about what do they uh, call piercings, that? Piercings, piercings. Right, but what do they call that? Plugs. A plug. Plug. Okay. A plug. Right. And so I just recently went and got it restretched. I I had taken it out for a couple months, and um, they had str- they had like shrunk up. So I've been slowly going the process to get them restretched. And about a week ago, um, I had mentioned to her that I was thinking about getting um, you know the genital piercing. I've been thinking about it. You know, it's it's been entering my mind. Um, it's something people won't see. It's something people won't know about. You know, it's very personal. It is very personal. However, if I may, <laughs> go ahead. Anybody that's ever had them, I've always known about it. So, it's, is it really that? <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, okay, so you get it. I'm going to want to show everybody. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. going to want to pull this out and show everybody. It's it's kind of a badge of honor like a like a fucking like a, a, like a tat like or a something exactly i mean you don't exactly go around with a t-shirt and say check my scrope so uh, nine barbells <laughs> well there's a there's a piercing called a frenum ladder piercing frenum ladder frenum ladder ladder as in Multiple uh, like ladder you climb exactly. Oh, I know what that is. Yeah, yeah, and it goes basically up the shaft. It's basically sure, up the shaft. Sure, yeah. And so I told her about this, and when we went in to get stretched, I inquired to my piercer about it, and, and you said we, yeah, because she went with me, but she doesn't have the ears. She has no, no. She okay. has no stretching. She has right. like, she has two tattoos. One small. One's completely hidden. Um, she is okay. Back back on the same thing. She is. Definitely different than anything I've ever yeah, dated. Yeah, we've established that. That's yes. fine. So okay. you go in there. So, uh, so I didn't mean, I'm not rushing. You we're lay- No, no. We're laying in bed that night, and I say, uh, and I said, so have Can you I put it in your butt? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was after. <laughs> um, and I said, uh, so have you ever been with a guy who's had a had that had that? You know, and one of the best things to hear from her, which was. Um, you are the most unique man I've ever dated. What's funny is the type of person she is also, she is the most unique woman I've ever dated yeah. in the same respect. They just happen to be um, not polar opposites, but different. Yeah, sure. Different. Sure. I'm you, and we, we, we talked about this before. I'm used to the piercings, the tattoos, blah, 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 yeah. the alternative lifestyle, the punk rock lifestyle, and she is not. She's not afraid of any of, of, any of oh, that, look, by the way. Did things just come apart over there? <laughs> they sure did. Fall in <laughs> the scene! They just straight up broke over oh, there. Oh, yeah! 
That's okay. Uh, it's just a pop filter. See, I start talking about penis and things just start breaking. I know. Like left and right. <laughs> well, uh, but uh, I, I can, I can sympathize with the status quo. I can understand because I've been there. Yeah. But in the same respect, I can. I can really see why it's just a drag. If it's already, if you've already tried it, it's already failed. Oh, that old. Why adage. go back to that? Well, I don't understand right, that. Right. That old adage of um, an insane person is somebody who keeps doing the same exact thing and expecting different results. Yes, and by the way, that's an overused term, but it's damn right on. It's damn right on. Fucking a. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you know, I I think that women that get divorced and then go dating, I think. In their mind, they go, all right, I'm going to try out all my new shit. Right. Then they go, you know what? My same old tricks work on the same old people. If I can just get a guy that's not like Steven <laughs> and not like real mean to me. I don't know, man. I, well, you, you I, I think they admit. need some real introspection and some time spent evaluating who they are. Because I think a lot of those women like that, who they are is based on who they're with. You know what I mean? Like... It also, You're a complete person without somebody. Right, right. Uh, you, and it takes it takes that time, especially not just straight jumping into a relationship, or straight jumping into that um, that um, that uh, long term dating situation. Yeah, yeah. I um, uh, who was it? The, oh, oh. I heard a story the other day about two people. They were both. One was married for eighteen years. One was married for fifteen years. They both had gotten divorced, and within three months, they were heavily dating each other. Back, back together again? Well, no, they were they were separate. They were in they were in separate marriages, uh-huh. and they had been friends. Like as couples, they had all been friends. Yeah, and they both ended up both couples ended up going to divorce through the same at the same time. Well, the woman from one marriage and the man from the other marriage, they ended up, and you know. I I don't I I I'll take that back. I do like to prejudge. I do like to do that. Yeah, because you're a you good look judge that, of character. Yeah, I think you yeah. look at that, and just even hearing that story secondhand, you go, "Oh, that's going to be a train wreck. That's going to fall the fuck apart. That 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 is going to be a a very bad situation because neither of them are taking the time after fifteen and eighteen years to know what they really want. You're right, and you know where it's going to fall apart." Within two miles of one another, and then they're going to oh. do it again, and it'll fall apart again mm. and again. That's what I'm telling you about these yeah. ladies that I've met in this South Austin area that are really rich. They don't <laughs> stray far from where they are, and they keep messing with the same people and their kids and their exes, and they all live close, close to one to, another. Well, all their and circles coincide. They say they right. want something different, and the minute it is different, are you telling me that the inconvenience of somebody living on the north side of town is too or much? East side of town is too much for I you. I have noticed that about Austin dating. Austin dating Who the location. Who cares? I'll come over. <laughs> location is a big deal. Gas location is two is a bucks. I got. I know. I know. Location is a big deal. I. I not for me. Is it for you? No. Not right now. It's not. It's doing it's fantastic. A better thing. Yeah. In fact, I would say this. It, it, at the time at which I was dating, um, gas was. Four freaking dollars, and you know what? It didn't, didn't matter. matter. It didn't matter. 
and I had to admit, same thing. Yeah, you're right. When they were all the way across town, it was good because when I had my time on my, at my house, <laughs> I didn't have to worry about somebody showing up, you know? Guys and gals, he's shaking so. his head and, and he's got a waving a <laughs> finger there. When I had my time, I do declare. Back in the day. Well, also living in the south side of Austin, I dated a lot of girls who rode bikes. So you don't really have to worry about them showing up at your house at 2.30 in the morning. True. <laughs> Very true. Somebody asked me one time why I dated uh, girls below 21, and I said, well, because they can't follow you into the bar. <laughs> um, Ta-da! <laughs> ding, ding. If I had a bell, I would ding it. Keep it classy. Yeah. Do you know the guy, the country singer that wrote uh, Looking for Love in All the Wrong Places? Oh, Looking for Love. Johnny Lee. Johnny Lee. I saw Johnny Lee one time in Austin, and country singers don't really do well in Austin, but he had booked a, a gig here at Antone's when it was over there off of, a, <clears throat> I think, Fifth. Fifth, Fifth Street, yeah. yeah. And he comes out, and he's like, uh, he doesn't know his crowd. He doesn't care. Oh, yeah. Clearly. Oh, and yeah. he says, the It's first like David Allen Coe coming out here. He doesn't care what you think. You paid to get in here. He made the money, and he's going to sing. His first joke was along the lines of what you just said, and it was... Um, Hey, you know, I met this old homeless girl, man. The great thing about it was uh, we didn't have to go back to her house or something. Like that. <laughs> it's a joke, but it's dumb. Oh, that would have done fabulously in Portland. <laughs> Just God, falling apart. Like, I'm sure that joke kills in Nacogdoches. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Texarkana, Huntsville. that yeah. joke is hilarious. Woo-woo. Yes, yes. Oh, man. <laughs> so on the docket tonight, Bob. Yes. I don't know how we've missed this. On the Jello Potting Cast. It's true, we did. The Jello Potting Cast. And I'm not asking for any Bill Cosby impersonations. Lord knows it happens all the time. I already Jell-O know Potting you cast. do a good one. I don't. I swear, you've done one. I haven't never you? do it because really? everybody that's on the Jello Potting Cast f- feels like they have to. No. T- I actually did one about a week ago, and I was surprised at how well it was. And I will never do it again, because I think it was just a flash in the pan, you know? I guarantee it was awful. <laughs> hey, my son laughed. All right, he laughed. Okay. Well, that's, that was my Well, idea. he's got a good sense of humor. So we're going to talk about some Bill Cosby. I, I didn't have the time today to look it up, but you did. See, because what, what I know is that on the news, they report, you know, hyperbole. The, the worst of the worst. But I know. There's a lot of facets to this jewel. He's got to have been doing some crazy shit for a long fucking time. You know, where there's smoke, there's fire. And there's a lot of smoke in this one. There's like yes. 30 chicks worth of smoke. I heard, okay, I heard a theory the other day. But wait. Day. Go ahead. Hold on. Go ahead. I'm, I'm excited. Just, I'm just yes. letting the listener know what we're going to do. Okay. We're going to do that Cosby thing. We are. We're going to save that for a little later. Okay, I'm cool. Oscars are coming up this Sunday night. Yes. Are you going to do a date night, Oscar night with your girl? I, I, I would. I don't think, I don't think she's really into that. I don't think she's a real Neither award you have show to be. person. I don't think so. Oh, like to the point where she wouldn't enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. I don't think Fair either of us would. I don't. Self-aggrand, celebrity self-aggrandation. That's what I want to make fun of. <sighs> Smug cloud. I don't mind the Golden Globes because they all get drunk. The Oscars, they're like mining their PNQs, you know, yeah. like Golden Globes are cussing and they're, you know, like, you know, look at Bed Midler. I've seen her pussy three times, you they know, just, just like. <laughs> but you're right. They Oscar, they just prop each other yeah. up. Yeah. Like, it really is a gag. lot of just patting each other on the back. Yeah. Well, uh, you might as well watch it. <laughs> um, you know what we didn't get to last time in episode 37? What is that? Brooklyn. Oh. The unaffordability affordability and how it's. Almost anti-hipster now because 
yeah. Hipster, anti-hipster. We may it's have, weird. We may have oh. chipped on it. Yeah. Um, Patrick Swayze, I don't know why you thought of that today. <laughs> uh, toys for boys, uh, ex-girlfriends that yes. have had experiences with their boys, they want stuff in their butt. So butt stuff is a new thing on uh, Jello Podcast, I guess. Uh, fist fights <laughs> also. Doesn't hurt to get hit in the face. Oh. And new music as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because okay. there's, there's a lot. There's yeah. a lot of new music out right now. A lot of people releasing albums that especially a lot of old bands are releasing albums right now what do you mean like dinosaur jr um oh, oh that's sleater kenny like i you know like we were yeah. talking earlier a lot of I old indie bands yet. are are releasing albums now because their fans are still out there and have disposable mm-hmm. income we and have the money way, we have money well i think it says something to the way people buy music too i mean the the recording industry broke down and they go what the fuck are we gonna do we can't sell through our normal channel and then they go, okay, all we can do is iTunes, and then touring live is how they're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, well, now there's a sort of a hybridization of that, because there's 15 different places. Fuck it, 50. Nay, 50. Spotify, da 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 And what's also good is that these little indie production companies that used to be just be flashes in the pan that nobody took seriously can stick around. Can are now finding those new avenues that you know people like Sony never were on. We're on. You know, we're just are late to it. Are late to it, yeah. which they already knew about. They already knew that was the way to get it out. You know. Yeah, but they're they're reluctant to jump on it because it cost their job. Uh, well, the, uh, also the people in you know the people in the higher uh, in the higher echelons, upper echelon, yeah, of yeah, it. Sure, I do. They um, are reluctant to try something new. Yeah, you got to hang it out there. Yeah, yeah. you do. Oh. that's true. <laughs> Episode thirty-eight. I'm happy to be doing it with you, Bob. Oh, I'm I'm more than glad. You to be are here. now a frequent contributor, Bobby Brown. Sure seems that way, doesn't uh, it? All your friends call you Robert Brown. I know they he do. is Bobby Brown, uh, Bob Brown. I am I am fine with every single uh, surname there. There are millions for on. Robert. Hold on, though. Yes. Are you fine with any of those with your friends or those that don't know you? Look, you can, you know me as this, and you can't bastardize it because I don't know you that well. If I met a new person and I said, my name is Robert, and they went, I'm going to call you Bobby. Uh, no, okay. not happening. <laughs> I'm not from Louisiana. That ain't happening. I wasn't born and raised in Shreveport. That's, I'm not Bobby. All right? That's not the way this works. Yeah. All right? Hey, I'll tell you what. Yes. We're at the, uh, nearly the half hour mark. You want to take a break? Take a pee? Uh, yes. Okay. When we come back, you pick from the list of caca we got here. Uh, and we get it done. Episode 38, Jello Podcast. Thank you, Bob. Love you, Bob. Thank you, sir.
Okay, fist fights. <laughs> rock, uh, rock till you drop. I love fist fights. Uh, Def Leppard's touring again this year. <sighs> Why? You know, people that have disposable income. Why? We'll go back and see. It's just like we were just talking about. <sighs> I, I know they have disposable income, but are their tastes that bad? That it's... Uh, my, my chest hurts. According to what this. you said just a few minutes ago, that's no problem for you. <laughs> On the Jello Potting Cast, mm-hmm. we used to talk about, it used to be this, sex and mm-hmm. flex and booze and vans, uh, vans syntax, okay. marketing, and uh, pop culture. Mm-hmm. It's morphed. It's different now. We talk about dirty sex. Yes. Pop culture still. Flexing, not very often. Mm-hmm. Sexing every All damn the time. time. Like three quarters oh. of it. Music's always been a big portion. Mm-hmm. Well, um, there is good music out there. There really is. And the, the ability to find it now is so easy. Well, this is, I think this might be one of the problems, though, is that it's that? so much. There's so much. I listen to the local college radio station. They play great music. But it, it's, it's good, and then it's gone. It's good, it's gone. It's good, it's gone. I don't. I don't get the time to remember, okay, who made that? Who did that? You know? And it's... it's. Yeah. I don't want to say it's flash in the pan, but... No, it's not. You're right. It's flash in my memory. Well, that's what Shazam and why they're so successful right now. I hear something. What the fuck is that? I know I'm not going to hear it again because I don't even know what station I'm listening to. It may be somebody's XM. It may be somebody's playlist on... Uh, Spotify. It may be... A Dropbox. Uh, the Dropboxes are the big thing now. <clears throat> so... So I'll find it that way. What do you mean Dropbox is a big thing? Oh, um, it's this it's this file sharing service. I know what Dropbox okay. is. Well, you know, people, what they'll do is they'll all contribute to a Dropbox, and you have a password to it, mm-hmm. and you can hear what everybody else is listening to, and it's almost always new stuff. And it's labeled like a playlist. Uh, Bob's, Bobby Brown's. Um, Alt rock smooth mix, which is my favorite. Yes, <laughs> the quiet storm. <laughs> quiet storm. Um, yeah, it's, that's like yeah. Spotify. Spotify does that. I don't have it, but what I'm told is that you go and check out other people's playlists. Yes, so uh, I built I built playlists with people on Spotify. Right. So, is it, how is that different? Um, it's really not unless y'all have conflicting views on music. Like, <laughs> I actually create a playlist with a with a girl one time, and she. Is real big into um, how do you say it? Like Austin, like Hayes Carl, like uh, you know, um, uh, Dirty River Boys. Yeah, I, I know a lot of people like that. Right. I, I worked as a booking agent for a country music right. uh, house, so go on. Whereas I'm more Mastodon. That's not your thing you know, at all. Her, like, what she's doing, yeah. Right, and it's a share. But then you listen to the playlist, and you're like. Oh, I wish sleepy time. Yeah, I wish some of the stuff wasn't on here. Why did she put this on here? You know, um, you can't listen to Jimmy Vaughn and Childish Gambino back to back. They don't. They don't work. <laughs> I know why they do that, and it's it's the same reason that when I'm not name dropping here, mm-hmm. so fuck off before you. I, so uh, yes, you are. When Pat Green had a rise to stardom, mm-hmm. there were a ton of bands that went along there and they still exist today in that same form in that same pocket and and there's a show that that's a 30 minute program that 
uh, Ray Benson does called Texas Music Scene. They try to keep that Texas music scene alive in Oklahoma. It's called Red Dirt Music. It's all those same guys. Right. The thing is, they lack in songwriting skills. <laughs> they do great jams and ditties. Mm-hmm. They lack in production. Production and songwriting is where they lack. Because they don't have the money. Well, you, you know where I come from. First of all, production has never been a big deal to me. Well, because I come from like more of a punk background and more of an underground, also underground hip-hop and rap background. Yeah. P- production is not a big deal to me. But songwriting, absolutely. If your songwriting is lacking, I'm done. I'm out. I think that's an age thing. I think when you're younger, you don't give a shit. Because I used to like widespread panic a lot. And, and I thought they were great. And I've spent thousands of dollars going to see them. And then when I finally really? got to an age that I realized what their lyrics were about, that's secondary. They're just doing basically a scratch vocal right. over every one of their songs. No, they really are. They really are. One of the lyrics that's the worst to me is um, something about a, a king watching a black cat cross his path catching peanuts between his knees what the fuck does that mean (laughs) if you ask them to decipher that they go i don't know real high when we wrote it that you just summed up the entire 60s classic rock (laughs) you just completely summed up classic rock lyrics i don't know man it was the fucking 70s i can't remember that shit there was a watchtower and there was a king and queen and oh yeah oh yeah that's that's exactly what that is um, yeah, if, if the songwriting is, and my son loves trap music. What's trap music? Trap comes out of uh, Chicago, or okay. as they call it, Chirac. When I think trap, I think of trap kit, like uh, a drum kit. Not at all. It's not not at all. It's, it's uh, you know, it's, it, there, are, there are a lot of different people who are influenced by trap, um, hip-hop wise. Like Chance the Rapper, of course, I, I bring up Childish Gambino a lot. Um, my son loves trap, but you listen to the lyrics of the true trap artists and you go like little bougie, bougie, showing my, yeah, he's, he's one. And I, I go, how the fuck do what the fuck is he saying? I don't even know what, I don't, I don't get it. On a side note, the, the March edition of Playboy has a five page article on little boozy. Five pages. Yep. I'll get it here in a minute. Free little boozy, by the way. Oh, he's in he's in prison. No, no, he's out now. He's out now. But that that was the big thing because he was in jail for a really long time. And so, the the patriarch of trap music was incarcerated. And so, well, the well, explain the, to me. I'm trying to think, the, the patri- where did trap music come from? It, 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 I believe it came from Chicago. I I have okay. to be honest. With so you. it's I, a re- it's a trap music indicates like a a, a region, right? Right, and from and that it's region, called the three hundred, okay. and it's it's like this three hundred block. I'm not rolling of my Chicago. Eyes. You should be because I I okay. I don't know enough, and I just know enough. You know, I'm like in okay. that old Chal- man, young guy kind of uh, challenge area the listener to yes. look up trap music. And uh, and uh, have you heard uh, what's that song? A week ago. Have you ever heard that song? I haven't. A week we'll, ago, we'll get to, week I'll, ago. I'll pull it up before the end of this. We'll. Okay, sounds good, and uh, and they, uh, and it it comes from yeah, it comes from like the three hundred block of this place in in Chicago, which was super violent. Very, it's kind of like violent. how the uh, 
Bushwick Bill and all that. Fifth Ward was Fifth there, Ward in Houston that. or Compton Fuck with man. NWA. Right, on, right, right, right. I just aged myself um. by that. <laughs> we should because that shit fucking rocked. Yeah. Have you seen the trailer for the new NWA movie? No, stay on track here. Okay, uh, sorry. The, the trap music. So, um, and so a lot of their lyrics are about um, about the violence that happens in Chicago, about um, you know getting shot or dealing coke or. Um, I'm in love with the is, coke. Oh. Is it, <laughs> Sorry. I'm oh, is he it. part of that? I think he is part of that trap uh, music situation. Okay, yeah. now I get it. <laughs> bacon soda. I got bacon soda. Because yeah. I, I heard that song and I thought, man, this is so distinctive. Not good. Just distinctive. It's distinctive, right. So is that the bell cow for fucking I know the trap co- music? Cocaine is. Cocaine so is two the, dealers, are, right? Two dealers are that's the big, I guess, the competition and the common denominator surrounding that is right. what makes trap music, right? Okay, I would like to know why the word trap is used, but I do not know. I do not know. You have a computer I in do. front of you, but, I do. But, I will look it up, but, in the but next you don't have segment. to look it up, um, right now. But, um, it's it's funny because I, of course, I've, I've always loved hip hop, as you know, in high school, I had cornrows. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I was uh, what they would call a wigger nowadays, you know. Um, but <laughs> I haven't heard that. In a but so long. I know, right? Yeah. But back in in that time, I mean, we had we had De La Soul, we had Tribe Called Quest, you know, we had Jungle Fantastic. Brothers. Yeah, we had we had we had Public Enemy. We had lyrics we could understand. At this point, it's not even lyrics you can understand. It's not even lyrics that that. Or it's an no afterthought, you know. I mean, it's... well, if you think about, it, do the same thing in country. Yeah, and jam band too. I mean. Right, new country, new jam bands, even new new pop music. Yeah. It's like your songwriting. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. The ironic thing is that, they, but not they you don't even here. bury the voice. It used to be that. You know, if if you didn't have a great set of lyrics, what you did was bury the voice and then let the beat carry it. Well, now you've you've pared it down so much. Like Lord is a good example, actually a good songwriter. They pared it all away, but other artists try to do what she does, or her producer does, and then they get exposed. For example, that Schoolboy Q has a song called (laughs) "Studio." It's the coolest goddamn beat in background. Yep. But the lyrics are dumb as shit. Girl, I'm trying to get with you, babe, but I can't because I'm in a studio. I'm busy. <laughs> I'm basically busy. Can't hang out with you. I'm working. I'm working, I'm working. in the studio, but beats so fuck tight, babe. <laughs> I am actually extremely surprised you even know that. <laughs> well, well, so who are there any other trap artists that you can think of? Oh, Take your time. God, I'm trying to think. I, 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 it's funny because I know if he was here, he could name off he already he doesn't like the ones I like. Who? I, I like Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper's one of my God, I've never heard of this. Oh, he's he's a in my opinion, he's amazing. My my son can't stand his voice. But I I I love the way he raps. I like his lyrics. I like his songwriting. It's the same way with um even though he's not trapped, but he's on the outskirts of that situation, is of course, I mentioned him a million times, which is uh, Childish Gambino. Charles Gambino is the guy who was on Community. Donald Glover. No relation to Danny Glover. No. I, or Corey Glover from Color of uh, 
living color. <laughs> I actually thought I actually thought he was um, he was uh, kin he, to, to the other Glovers. Was that how he got fame enough to release an album? Or, From or, community, I I believe so. Okay, I believe but so. But come to find out, well, he's a multi-platinum artist and has several hits. He, right? I, I just found this out the other day. He was a writer on Thirty Rock. He oh, was, wow. yeah. He he's actually been a comedy writer for quite a while. And my son says um, that's the reason why he's so good is because he comes from that comedy writing background. Well, I've always thought that wit and intelligence are congruent. I think that's the same thing. Really. Um. Oh. Uh, 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 what's his name? Read my uh, match profile. Uh, I tell you that. Future. Who's the future guy? Um. Oh dang it! I don't know. I can't. We got time. Oh, Tyler the Creator. Tyler the Creator, okay. prime example. His songwriting is amazing, but if you if you watch his videos, because you know there's comedy in there, there's some kind of. It's almost like I don't take myself too seriously, and therefore, is that what you're kind of getting right, at? Right, right. So you have a you have a wide range you can explore. Okay, you know, yeah. Um, it, I love Tyler the Creator. He is he's amazing. That whole that whole group is amazing. Um, Odd Future. Again, amazing. You know, and they all come from this kind of not taking themselves too serious. Two chains. Another pro- I'm I'm throwing way too many out. No, th- th- we'll pick up all these names off the floor later with the Swiffer. All right, good, 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 good. Um uh, well the the way music works now too is, you know, they do all these collaborations. Right. You know, two chains. A lot chains. of featuring. Uh this uh, th- the kid uh, that does uh, uh, Jeremy, am I saying it right? Jeremy J E R E M I H. I don't think he's I've another seen one of those that collaborates with a ton of fucking right. people. You know, you mean featuring Pitbull on every single hey, song? Uh, why is that? Why should I be? Cons- <laughs> why should I care about this new song that they came out with? It's Pitbull and uh, somebody. It's a collaboration that they really, really pushed the shit out of. Either the song's really good, or the record industry just said, "All right, let's get behind this one for a little while." I think that's what it is. I, I in my opinion, Pitbull is not necessarily talented. I do love him because Cubano, what represent? Who else is out there doing yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no one. But as as far as as far as him as an artist, no, I see no. Um, I, I He's see, like a pop reggaeton, right? Right. You know, that, Which I'll tell you this: I I do like reggaeton, yeah. but it's got to be real. Like, uh, there's a guy named uh, Calle Trente. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a C A L L E thirteen. Okay. And he is amazing. He's actually That's from 13th Brazil. <laughs> He's amazing. He okay. is amazing. He has this song called... I hope you're called, making notes of this for the next uh, Jello Party. <laughs> he has a song it. called Atrevete. Okay. That, oh, I mean, if, if you don't shake your ass to that song when it comes on, you're, you're a robot. Incapable of, yeah, you're a robot. <laughs> you're, a you're a fucking robot. robot. Yeah. But I... Uh, I heard a story um, last week or, or a couple days ago. Uh, Jay-Z was on um, Howard Stern deal. <sighs> Love that. And I know I'm sort of bit surfing here because mm-hmm. it's three times removed, but you know he found Rihanna or Rihanna or whatever, and I didn't know that. I did not know that. Well, anyway, he said he met Stern and was like, "This is my new artist," and he thought that was significant because he's like, "That's my artist. Why did you say that?" He's like, "Well, she walked into my office." He goes, "Fuck you! Nobody walks into your office." No. He said, "Well, my lawyer, who 
a Jew. <laughs> called <laughs> like I am her Jew <laughs> lawyer called it. Anyway, she came in and, and he, you know, had her perform in his office and he said she was great. And she was 16 at the time. And so Howard asked her, asked him, you know, was it the way she sounded? He goes, nope. It's the way she looked and the way she carried herself. Carried herself. That fucking charisma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I've talked shit about, you know, artists before, like a, a local artist. Careful with this name drop. Okay, go for it. Bob Schneider. Okay, go when ahead. When I first <laughs> moved here, I thought, okay, this is a, you know, kind of a local star or whatever. But he's a douche. He walked he by me one time in a club and my fucking head snapped because he looked... It's the way he carries he himself. Fucking, it radiated shit. It's it's weird. Some people just fucking have that, and I don't. We just I don't went, even think they intend to do it. No, no. Well, they're built with it. They're born with it. That's just the, the way. Fuck that is they it? Have. I have no idea. We just went and saw him at the <laughs> Saxon Pub the other day. Um, I guess it was uh, two weeks ago. He's by the way, he's been ago. doing that for what fifteen years? Oh, forever. Forever. And I rallied against it. I didn't want to go. I, I bet you oh. did. That goes against every fiber in your body. <laughs> so we went and saw him. And uh, first of all, I would like to say this. He has gained quite a bit oh, of weight. Oh, is he heavy? Oh, he's heavy. He's heavy. Is he he's fat gray. or heavy? Oh, fuck it. He's fat. He's fat. He's fat. Well, I'll say it. He's fat and he's gray. But even that, even that, he still carries himself in a way. I have to say this. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was a good show. It um it was uh, captivating. It sounded girls fantastic. love it. Women love it. Oh, he knows the, how to work a room. Seventy uh, percent of the audience was women, of course, of course. Um, but it was good. It was okay, good, and tip, I was surprised. Tip for the Austin listener. Well, shit, Dallas or Houston, because that's he's only a regional guy. He doesn't have to go anywhere anymore. Right. Uh, go there. You'll meet some women. Oh yeah. And if you take your girlfriend, you're stupid. <laughs> Wait, if it's the first, first through five dates, good idea. Right. Would you say? Yeah, yeah. I, I would say this. I, I take and, your time with this one. I, I am glad my girlfriend got to see him uh-huh. because I look better physically. So I'm good with that. Plus, you look confident because you took her there under the auspices of, of entertaining both of you. Right. Right. Um. But I'm also glad because it's an Austin staple. It is. A, it's something you Fucking got true. to do. You got to do. You really do. And and all the other musicians, the keyboard player, the bass player, the drummer, they're all pros. Great personalities. When he was talking to him through the mic, it was it was really well done. You know what I think he is? I think he's a, a good small mid sized room guy. I, I don't think he's an arena guy. I don't think he can carry it. I think he's a lot like. Like you look at uh, Ravi Shankar's daughter. What's her name? Oh, um, piano player. I do not. I do not okay. know. But I know who you're talking well, about. Well, she yes. can do small, mid-sized room, and and probably a, a venue up to five thousand. Okay. Now that girl that sang uh, "I Turn Rain Into the Fire" or whatever her name is, uh, Adele. Oh, Adele. Okay. She's an arena artist. She is a big... They do the same thing, thing but one's bigger than the other, I think. And one I don't has think, the presence. And I don't think Bob Schneider is that. I, and in fact, I remember when he was dating... God, we were name dropping Sandra like a motherfucker. Bullock. When he was dating Sandy B, up, she yes. got him onto um, Jay Leno's show. Mm-hmm. Well, he came out and he, he purposely kind of 
made himself small. Dialed it down. Yeah. He dialed it down. I don't think he wanted no. to break out like that. I mean, really, John Mayer and him were, were coming out, and that fucking asshole that does basically kids' songs, Brushwood Fires or whatever, they, they do the same thing that's that patty cake rock. They were all coming out at the same time, and guess who went on, and guess who's still here playing locally? Right. Of course, he doesn't care. He makes 120000 yeah, a year. He does well. He does well. people suck his cock. Hand jobs. Here. I heard he's really into hand jobs. Yeah, that's what somebody told Go me. Go on. So, <laughs> somebody told me who works very close to him that he um, is real big into getting hand jobs backstage. That's like his big Oh, thing. backstage. Not, yeah. not on leisure time. No. Oh, I don't know about leisure time. All I know is that like when he does these venues, let's say, for instance, Saxon Pub, maybe... It's too small back then. That when they, when he takes women to his green van room. or his trucks or the green room, right? He's big in the hand jobs, which is hey, probably right smart. Smart. It's smart. <laughs> it's very smart. He's not going to get disease from it. You know, he's still going to get to make out time, and yeah. uh, you know, it's it's safe. It's safe. You know, <laughs> good for. But I will say this, um, and I want to go back to this real quick. Yeah, is sure, that how time. the hell he fucked up the Sandra Bullock deal? I really want to poke him in the damn eye. Uh, he's not the only one. She's an actress. Everybody knows that actresses are just fucking nearly impossible to be with. And I, I know mm. she. Pre- she's an actress. She pretends mm-hmm. for a living. Right. And I've heard a lot of guys say, look, um, I'm a huge star in L.A. I get a lot of beaver. Sure. The worst beaver I get is actress beaver. The best beaver I get is not actress beaver. My girl, you know what I mean. My girlfriend told me that, um, you know, that um, it's especially out in L.A. It's all very temporary. It's all very temporary because of egos, because egos are so inflated that it's next to next to next to next to next. Yeah, it's it's similar to politics in D.C. Like you're constantly like right. if I'm talking to you, I'm actually looking over your shoulder to see who mm-hmm. I can talk to next. Like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, she said, you know, even dating is just, it's its whoever's next, who's next. Everybody's waiting for the next train, the next car. Yeah. I'd imagine it's the same I don't like way. that. I, I, I like the relationships that I, I mean, I meet people here in Central Texas, Austin. I mean, a vast array of different types of people. If, if they're too young, then they just don't get it. But if they're older, uh, shit, I, I feel like I could call that person from two weeks from now or whatever and they'd be the same person I met that right. night I don't right. think it's like that with actors and actresses I don't see that I don't see it well we all knew them in in high school we all knew those people who were the who were the thespians in high school and they were day to day they were they were they were up and down up and down so I could I could see that but Sandra Bullock come on no. Come on, so dog. Don't mess that You know, she's... Can you put up with a little bit of... <laughs> you mean, know... I, I don't want to be a kept man, but... I mean... Sorry. I need a dollar. Hey, let's do this, Bob. Uh, right. Do a little aloe black. I need a dollar. Love it. Come back. I, I want to do... One of these five. <laughs> we have stuck to none of these topics. I love it. No, we're, we're actually on, on point. I, I want to throw the Oscars thing out. That's for after yeah, post-Oscar. Yeah. Um, Smart move. We all know Michael Keaton's going to take everything. Anyways. Brooklyn. By the way, that shouldn't. Uh, Brooklyn Cosby. <laughs> uh, we didn't even hit on fist fights. No. You know what? I'm, Stop it. Great. Stop this. It's been very extemporaneous. Right I now. love it. Fist fights? Fist fights right now. Okay. I well, need a fist fight. Tell me the last fist fight you were in. And how long... Can I have a minute? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In, in the meantime, I'm going to tell you the last one I was in. 
Yeah, please do. Okay. Last one I was in was, it was a very long time ago. It was actually, right, it would have to be. Yeah, it was a long time ago because I'm an adult, of course. Um, but um, it was the um, it was the year I went through my divorce, and it was in the back alley of the Jackalope. <laughs> it was in the back alley of Jackalope, and <laughs> which what, is a back alley for a lot of oh, other bars, by yeah, the way. Yeah, um, and I will give you um, I will give you uh, <laughs> my best portion of the fight. My best portion of the fight was that um, the guy took my face up against a brick wall. What? Yeah. He took my face up against a brick wall. and it Did chi- it knock you out? No. But it chipped the fuck out of my tooth. Which one? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that tooth is gone. Yeah. Yeah. It's destroyed. And the one next to it is, looks pretty, like pretty uh, destroyed also. Mordor. Yeah. They're pretty bad. Um, the so I was actually with one of my best friends at the time. How does a chip tooth get in the back from yeah. getting hit again? He must have slammed sideways. Sideways. Aha. Uh-huh. Sideways. Slam me up against it. And so I, I, I eventually, <sighs> I eventually make it up to my up to my feet, and he's he's standing there waiting. And I can feel, yeah, he's waiting, and I don't know why he to was. Clock you again. I had my my tooth was in my mouth with blood, and I. Sp- Spit it in his face. You're lying. No. And I started laughing my fucking ass off. What's funny is you went madman on him. Oh, I went. I went nuts. I went. I destroyed him after that. I went nuts. It was one of the few times where I could say that. What? Yeah, I I jumped on him like a damn spider monkey. After hold, that. Uh, hold on. Mm-hmm. So you get up and and you go ha 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 and he goes what the fuck kind of like a Fight Club kind of thing like, ha, ha. very and you're much like what do you he goes what is he doing and then you flurried like a motherfucker I went nuts I I saw so did you go for his waist or did you go old school well, like I Notre s- Dame fight or I did saw you my hey Meg I saw my friend Heath behind him he was behind him and he's watching the whole thing go on and when I do that my friend Heath's jaw just drops like what the fuck just happened. And no, what I did is I did that. I I have to admit it's a little cheap. It is a little cheap, but I tackled him. I just went That's straight linebacker, straight for his waist. Fine, fuck it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just tackled him at the waist, got him down on the ground, put my knees on his shoulders, and just and one, two, three, four, until you went one, Lord of the Flies on him. Pretty much, pretty much. What piggy? Is uh, that the, did that somebody the, pull you off? I guess. Yeah, yeah, the bouncer. Okay. A bouncer ran out there and, and pulled me off. There was a he, skirmish he could, they found. He could it. hear it. Yeah, he could hear it okay. happen. He jumped out there and Did he have friends them. with him? Um, yeah, he had a, he had a friend with had, him so also. So they were all, all of you were standing around pretty we much watching We were very, you. it was it was funny because it was a very um, gentleman fight. It was very gentleman. It sounds like it. He really, had a friend. I had a friend. Nobody broke it up. It was me and him just going at it. Both of you got hurt like a motherfucker. Oh, dude, we were destroyed. We actually walked over to Casino El Camino and got a drink afterwards, all four of us. God damn it. Yeah. And that was the last fist fight I was in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I missed that. Tooth. You know what? I got I a smile on my face tooth. right now. I know. I know. That's not, a bad, uh, that's not a bad thing at all. I, I Hey, we've. I know you've been pulled off people. You've been pulled off somebody before. Not very often. Mm-hmm. Well, we're older now. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't happen as often anymore. What'll happen now, the last, uh, this is air quotes, fist fight was like a, a younger guy. I was at a country bar watching my friend play steel guitar. Mm-hmm. And this kid just wound up. He bumped into me. It bumped into me enough to where he, 
he would knock me off balance. Oh, so yeah. I had my forearm and I had it right in his kidney and I fucking pushed right back. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, get the fuck off. That's football. Douche. That's what that is. That's football. <laughs> or if you're from the north, it'd be hockey. There you go. If I, uh, if I can sidebar right quick, I, I watched this uh, thing about this one hockey player was talking about. He was a, I can't remember who it was. It may have been Mike Madonna. He, he was talking about how he knew when he was in the right place defensively if he's in the, the uh, is it the cut? The cut, yep. Is, is that what it's called? That is what it's called. He's like, I knew I was in the right place. If I felt a fucking stick in my kidney, he goes, I know I'm in the right place defensively. That guy's just hitting me in the gun. Oh. <laughs> no, the, uh, it's not the cut. It's the crisp or it's the something. I can't think of Right now the listener's going, you fucking idiot. <laughs> but anyway, this guy did that. I fucking pushed him off. And he turned around and swung and missed. And it was a quick uh, pop, pop, pop. And, oh, uh, you cat! You, you that, yeah, that's, but that's then the cat he punch. got pop, me. Pop, pop. Yeah, then he got me with a couple, and it was. I thought I was gonna go down like a dead man, but you know what? It doesn't hurt that bad to get hit in the face. It really fucking no. does it. I've knocked no. myself on the fucking coffee table getting the remote harder than the. No. Uh, and by the time it pulled apart, nothing, nothing exciting. It's just, it's funny that fistfights really, they get broken up so fast. They really, especially and in either, bars, and either it's. Complete assault now, or broken up. Well, what you're describing is what should really happen. That fight was, I looked at him and I go, "You want to go outside?" And he said, "Yes, I do." And we just walked straight out. That (laughs) and then he put his cards down. (laughs) (laughs) That back door into that alley. We we trained through that. I mean, we just barged through that back door. We went straight through that back door. We squared up against each other, and we just went at it. I mean, that fight had to have lasted a good at least 10 or 15 minutes. That's interesting because yeah. now nowadays, if something goes 90 seconds, the cops are there, and mm-hmm. somebody's going to the pub. Well, this was also a decade ago. <laughs> now you a, set a mouthful right, there. This is a decade ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even the last time I was pushed, the last time I was pushed was maybe five years ago going across a crosswalk, and... I was just like, screw you. Yeah, I was like, jack off, go um, away, go I've away. actually I'm, seen I'm you going do something one night. time. You were buzzed and you don't remember oh, it. But, I, but I've done the same thing too, um, where, where a younger guy does something. You're in each other's space. It just happens sometimes you're within, you're just too close. And he pops off and you say something like an elder would say, don't start off this month with a busted up face. <laughs> and then it, and then the guy's friend goes, hey, man, he's had a lot to drink. Yeah, there you go. You I'm don't want to mess with that 40-year-old dude because he'll, <laughs> he'll mess you up. But even though, I don't know, but some dudes, they, they go out with that express purpose. Of, We're going to fucking throw down tonight. Yes. And, and if we don't, it's not as fun as it could have been. Yeah, yeah. if we I don't, don't like the night guys. is unsuccessful. And, but we've gone out with those nights. Don't lie. You know you have. I have. We've both gone out with that express purpose that we're pissed off. And you know what? Somebody's going to feel our pain. Somebody's going to feel yep. how we feel right now or worse or worse. And I'll tell you this. I, I will say I am very surprised that I have not had my ass kicked way more than it should have been. There, there are many times where I've walked away from things and I've gone, that dude should have kicked the fuck out of me. He should well, from what I, I said, he should have kicked the fuck out of there's me. There's a lot to be said for those that realize what an ass kicking means. I think everybody should have their ass kicked mm-hmm. at least once. If you don't, then you're going to run around until you get your ass kicked in a bad way and it's going to really fuck you up. Um, if you've had your ass kicked, then you know, like, all right, I can, I can hang in this fight. It's sort of like... Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> 
know your role. Stay in your end of the pool. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to tell you. Can I tell you a story about my you father? May, real quick? And then we're going to break uh, okay. in about three to five minutes. Nice. Okay. This, this will work perfectly. I uh, there used to be a bar down the street from my uh, from my house in Houston, and uh, it was my my parents loved going there. It was called Coaches, and. Uh, <laughs> So not I like would, the handbag. No, not at all. Not Coach at all. Like. I think there was even like a referee on the sign or something, like an old <laughs> grizzled referee on the sign. And so uh, one time, I remember I pulled up and I was gonna go. I was gonna go meet my parents up there. I was gonna have a couple drinks with them. Of course, I was underage, but they knew my parents. And I was just gonna, sure, sure. you know, go go meet them up there. I pull in the parking lot, and the parking lot is just crowded as hell. So I park. Fight night. Yes. And who's involved? My dad. Oh, yes. So I walk in the crowd and I see my dad. And I'm my, so uncomfortable right my now. My dad is, is uh, and, and people can attest it, my dad is, is, is six foot two, six foot three, 280 pounds, all Central Texas boy, played football, rodeoed, and he is going off with this guy who is five foot six. Hey. Like, this he was asking <laughs> little like like kind of stocky Korean guy, and this this little dude is proceeding to kick the hell out of my dad, and he's not walking up to my dad and punching him. He's walking to my dad and kicking him like three times in the face, oh, like super fast. Bow bow bow. Like, <laughs> and I go, Dad. dad. Well, I, I actually ran up and I grabbed. Him. I go, Dad, stop doing this. He goes. You tell that little Asian to stop kicking me in the face. <laughs> God almighty. That's amazing. Oh, fights. All right. I think we've covered that one fairly well. I think we did. Hey, uh, let's take a break. All right, sounds good. When we come back, we've got some good stuff. Okay, see you in a minute. All right. Good bass. Sax offender. <laughs> What's this bongo? It's even worse because I just, it's a flood of Lisa Bonet crush is what's going on in my head right now. Which is... <laughs> saxophone is so offensive. I've never been so offended. Well, actually, I have been offended one time once. Keep it this. By a saxophone? It may have been episode 22. Me and Matt sat across from one another. I said, bring five sax offensive songs. Was George there was couple, Duke? Uh, there was a couple off of Top Gun theme. There was a couple off Really? Of, uh, there was a couple of uh, uh, Huey Lewis. Obviously. Of course. Of uh, course. Bob Seger mm-hmm. all over the place. Uh, um, fucking Jay Giles band. I mean, just. <laughs> I can see it. all those. Uh, I got to throw up. I'll be back. I'm going to go throw up. <laughs> Okay. Rudy. All right. If you have a Cosby impersonation, 
get it out of your goddamn system right now. I'm not going to do it. I can't do it. There, Good, there's no way. Can I. I can't do it. I'm not even going to pretend like I can because I can't. There's no way. You're one of the first guests on the Jello Potting cast. <laughs> <laughs> you love it. There it is. Play it, sax man. Play it. I'm so offended. <laughs> I want to put lyrics to this. All like, right. I'm an obstetrician. <laughs> My wife is a lawyer. Theo has a learning disability. <sighs> now that the fucking... That's just... Oh. Well, let's keep this going. <laughs> okay, so... Um, let's do this. <laughs> this seems very surreal. <laughs> this music and then what we're about to talk about, it just, it seems ridiculously surreal. <laughs> All right, let's get this over. All right, Bill Cosby. On the Jello Podcast, I don't know how we've missed this. We haven't talked about It's surprising. About this. I, I have to be, it's surprising. Now, what's come out in the news, here's my perspective. I looked up nothing today and I think most of our listeners would, would be the same way. Like, uh, you know, I heard what I saw on the news. Mm-hmm. He womanized, he uh, compromised some ladies, he uh, harassed some women that were on his staff. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to know, A, how far back it goes. And I'm a big, where there's smoke, there's fire guy. There's a lot of smoke here. So where, what's the worst he's done? So, this is your segment. Lead <laughs> me through. Lead me through this I, because I, I don't know what to fuck to do here. I did. I did quite a bit of reading. Okay. Um, okay. Good. Good. Uh, let's just. Uh, Are you seated uh, comfortably? Uh, I am. Mm, I am. Can I you am. hear yourself just fine? I, I believe I can. Can okay, you good. hear me just fine? I can hear you well. Good. good. All right. All right I'm, I'm, I'm kind gonna, of bracing for this. I'm sorry, but uh, you. You're rubbing. I'm your kind hands. of stretching. Like I'm having to like stretch this out. Like, All right. Okay, so I'm going to put this in perspective. Okay. okay. And th- this is... Um, He's a patriarch. He's a father figure for us. If... Uh, I'm, I'm just going to... Screw all that. Let's just get just straight to brass tacks. Just straight to it. If... And I thought about it this way. I found a list of every accuser. Of every Bill Cosby accuser. All e- right? Even those that... May or may not have a case. Exactly. Exactly. Even those that have had a case, it's been dismissed. It's been found, or I, I'm doing air quotes here, found false. All right. Um, even those. Okay? Inadmissible. Inadmissible. Right. Right. And uh, hearsay. I found this out. If you're on your computer and you know you print up documents. You, you print things up, all right? And if I was to print up the, the you article... The pronoun you, like... Right, right. Anybody. Anybody, uh, anybody was, was to print up the list of accusers that's listed in this article. Now, this article has every accuser, and then it's maybe two, what three... What was your source, by the way? Uh, I used Slate. Okay. I used Slate. Slate what, what is Slate? Uh, Slate, uh, Slate.com is a uh, politics and pop culture and cool. technology website. Sort of repository for... Exactly. Shit that you like Not too much unlike Gawker or something like that. Understood. Right. And um, so they had a full list, and I went to go print it up. Yeah. 14 pages long. <laughs> 
No, 14 pages. The article or the, the number of the suitors? Number, are, there is uh, no article. It starts off straight with accusers uh, to the end, just from the beginning to the end. And this is discounting the very first page that has a picture of that him. That had no... It has a picture of him. 14 pages long. I know. Of people that have come forth yes. saying we had some sort of interaction that was a blowboard. Yes. 14 printer pages long. That's how long the print-up would have been. Then... If I'm a where there's smoke, there's fire guy, mm-hmm. then... Do you want to know the number of accusers? Then I'm a diamond head volcano on fucking Hawaii blowing up again. I'm a Mount Pinatabo of, of fire. Let's just say, just for a sake of saying, let's okay. say... Okay, yeah, I'll do this. I'll bet this around. Let's say sure. it is... Um, um, let's say it's true, okay? Let's just for a sake of saying, and I'm not saying because, he, because he's accused, let's just... Who knows, all right? Right, I wasn't there. Um, right. There is. There are common denominators. There are a lot of common denominators. There are the white pill. I don't know who is who the pharmacist would be, but there is a white pill involved in a majority of the cases. Um, of course, there's alcohol involved in majority of the cases. Um, almost every single case is an aspiring actress. Or model. Oh, okay. Almost every single one. What else? Um, uh, oh, it happens in multiple... Uh, the 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 accusations happen in multiple places. I mean, we're talking about Detroit, Florida, Las Vegas, New York, his home, hotels, friends' houses. Oh, really? It's like, not a... It's, no. This happened over and over in his office. No, no. It is... Many locales, many locales where this happens, but they're, but they're. I'm gonna save my comments for way later. Keep going, Bob. Ugh, this is such a hard subject. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you the number of accusers. Can I guess first? Absolutely. Go ahead. Forty-six. Mm, you are high, but I'll give it to you. It's, uh, that's I high. I, I, can I shot that. it real high. Yeah, on purpose. I can understand that. It, Twenty-seven. Thirty-three. God damn. If yes. 33 women. 33. Yeah. Say yeah. that they've been harassed by me. Go ahead and call it 66. I. That's me, though. I really hate to say it. I really hate to say it like this. But uh, no, that's the probably honesty, pretty because accurate. you don't know. You don't know. No, you don't. Because none of us were there. But and it's real ballsy to come forth. Who wants to fucking have their dirty laundry aired? Like right. That? If there are 33 and let's just say the sake for um, the perspective. If there are thirty-three, yeah, um, and we know, we all know that people like to jump on different bandwagons, whether it be serial killers who have admitted to murders they haven't done, or whether it be you know embellishment of traffic accidents or, yeah. or stuff like that. Okay, yeah. you know, you know, if there are thirty-three, there are more out there. There are more out there that are sitting on their hands. Because yeah. let's think about it, man. This was this is kind of a man with no retribution. Look, I keep saying I'm a, where there's smoke, there's fire guy. When you said 33, I was thinking there's more out there, but what you the way you're pitching it, there's twice as many out there. There's probably also people who don't remember because there there are incidents where people 
Or they bury it psychologically. That happens all the time. Right. There are incidents in here in which I've read where they kind of remember or or like a couple days ago things came back to them, you know, which we all know repressed memory, that's what happens. Yeah, that happens. It's a traumatic experience. Yes. When you- yes. But there again, there are common denominators: the white pill, the alcohol, the yeah. Let's, um, let's the, forget the number. Let's Let- talk about your career. I'm inviting you over to talk about your career. There are there are his agent set up the meeting. Yeah, I was going to say are, that begs the question: if let's say we got plenty of time. Do for you this. see the look on my face right now? Like I I'm, do. I'm stressed. It's, I'm like uh, it's it's, it's a, consternation and uh, yeah. Pull a deep drink there. Well, yeah. You it, grow it begs the up. question if if uh, these gals, because, you know, they had to have, you know, an agent or a publicist. Mm-hmm. And, and if they didn't, then that's too bad. There had to be but some if they connection. Did, then it had to be more than one that came from, from a, you know, an agent or whatever. And, and that means source. to me that they were tacitly okay with that. And and that makes me want to know. Well, was it enough to where they kind of knew going in? Did they say like Bill's going to do this to you? Are you okay with that? And they probably said, Yeah, okay. But then he went a little farther or whatever. So so go on. We got it's, time. Okay, feel free if you want to take a minute to breathe. Oh, I, look, so I'll, put on, I'll put on a song well, if you want to breathe. Here, for a here's the, here's the hardest part. Here's and and I think it's the hardest part for everybody. The hardest part is that. We all, especially, I guess, in our age range, we all grew up with this guy as as kind of a, as a, almost like a, um, a, a ward cleaver kind yeah. of situation. Yeah, uh, he was a, almost a, a media guiding personality, mm-hmm. you know, um, the, uh, and that's. That's the roughest part about this situation is, yeah, is nobody wants to be let down. Nobody wants to be let down by the Jello pudding pop guy. Nobody wants to be let down by the guy who, you know, who. Uh, let's, let's be honest. Whoops. One of our that's right, that, one of our favorite things, um, Bill Cosby himself, Bill Cosby himself. I remember at seven and eight years old watching that laughing my absolute ass off oh, and yep that was his uh <laughs> it wasn't stand up he was sitting in a chair but yeah yeah and, and people being fine with it because he didn't cuss he didn't yeah, he you worked know, clean it wasn't dirty yeah, he worked, he worked clean, clean he yeah. worked clean yeah and yeah. and so it's it's a hard situation to grasp especially with as monumental as not only the accusations are but the number of accusations are there's a story <laughs> In which, if, if you will, for a second. All right. And it only take a second. Lance Armstrong. It's like that. Okay. It's like that for me. You think he's great, he's great, he's great, he's great. Huge. Then, oh my God, what he did was absolutely completely I, I can 180 see the from. Oh, so go on. Yeah, I can see the correlation. I can see the correlation. I'm a little different on Lance Armstrong deal, but I can I can see the I can see the parallels between the two yeah um so you're saying he was this he was just he was like especially if you're growing up poor and especially if you grew up around which i may be different between me and you i grew up in neighborhoods around a lot of black folks mm-hmm. and that was 
our big deal. We loved the Cosby Show. Thursday nights was, it was the deal. That's what you watch. You watch the Cosby Show and you watch Cheers. You know, mm-hmm. and and it's it's hard to see, but when you read it, it gets rough. There's a story. There's a story about Las Vegas where Sammy Davis Jr. brings the a girl, chocolate monk, <laughs> the black Jew. Um, he brings a girl up, and Bill is just straight up. He's in a robe, Jendel's exposed, drinking his hands. He don't give a shit. He's right there. Uh, he, Dangerfield did that same thing. Yeah, oh, that, I think that was their era. Yeah, it was a little different for Dangerfield, though. You know, it was, you know, it's, well, go on. And you know, he <laughs> and he, the understanding of Sammy Davis Jr. bringing her up, I wouldn't say was was completely understood to her, but was understood to him. Like Sammy Davis Jr. already knew. Like he has made comments supposedly. That he already knew that Bill was racy. Oh, going back that far. That that's your point. Far. That okay. far. Yeah. I'm not surprised by that. No. Yeah. But how racy <laughs> and how long it went on. So since I haven't read about this, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to ask uh, questions. Okay. Rather than you just present it, because what ended up happening is that I'm going to end up jumping in on you and, and sidetrack you. Mm-hmm. Knowing what you know, mm-hmm. um, can I start with uh, a battery of ten questions? Okay, let's let, let's see if I know them. All right. Yep. You mind? No. Let's do this. How many women? All right, we we know thirty three. Thirty three. We know thirty three already. Right. How far back does it go? Sixty seven. Nineteen sixty seven. Carla Ferragano. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thirty five years. Who was the first? He, um, uh, th- I think Carla Ferragamo was the first. Who the fuck um, is that? Um, uh, Carla Ferragamo, she was an actress and she was, oh, oh, Ferrigno, sorry. Carla Ferrigno? You ready? No relation? Yes. Lou Ferrigno's first wife? Yes. <laughs> All right, I gotta calm the fuck down. Hot <laughs> shit, because it that seems like this you for is not loop, the didn't word. it? Threw you for a loop. <laughs> grabbed her at a party grabbed her at a party um with his wife in the other room at the party forcibly kissed her forcibly forcibly she kissed wasn't her. in no she walked into the room to use the bathroom which was in going through the room uh-huh. forcibly kissed her and shoved his hands down her pants um was this one of those kind of parties where like people kind of swing and hang out and stuff um from what i read no okay but then did she come out later and say this or had she said that before and it got buried because that's a big difference it doesn't say okay doesn't say i'll say i don't i don't know i'm on question four now okay uh did he ever rape his wife it doesn't say how many times was he married oh he's only been married once Ooh. All right, I'm on question know, six now. I know. I know. I already know what's going through uh, your head. While I, know. I formulate the next four, go on with some okay. pertinent information that you... All right. Um, pl- uh, pl- there's a please on that. By the way. <laughs> Thanks for asking nicely. We've got plenty of time with him. Um, 
Uh, you know, I'm just, I'm really, uh, more than anything, I'm amazed by whatever happened with the white pill. I'm wondering if this was an early form of rehibinol, um, if this was like an like an early date rape drug. It'd have to be. And where was he getting it? Because Quaaludes, where? when did Quaaludes get banned? God, Quaaludes got banned in the... Early 70s. Early 70s. Yeah, it was very early when they got so banned. So he probably had a line on Quaaludes yes. early on. Mm-hmm. And then mid-70s, And if you read, did the white pill stop after that, or did that a lot of notion these, of the white pill continue on through early 90s? Or No, no. It continues on all the way up okay. until his latest accuser. They never say what that is Mm-mm. in your research. They nope. never found it. Nope. But a pill is always, not always... How, Not right, always. Question number six. If you had to guess a percentage, mm-hmm. what's the percentage of time that the white pill was involved in the sixty? I would say <gasps> probably. It's fair wow. to say sixty. So percent significant of time. amount. Yeah, yeah, and and a lot of them. I would say probably thirty to forty percent of that sixty percent report um, throwing up the next morning. Um, throwing up that next afternoon. Blackouts, nausea. Exactly. Like waking Could up be too from much it. Food. Yeah. Uh, Pills and be. booze make you throw mm-hmm. up. Um, I wouldn't know. He was very busy during the seventies, or really? Uh, uh, you know. So was that the bulk of maybe uh, question or, seven? Okay. When was the bulk of the accusations that's coming out now? Seventies uh, and eighties. Seventies and eighties. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Was that um, when he was his hottest? That doesn't count. I believe so because wasn't that was the Cindy Poitier years, right? (laughs) That that was like right. That that was the that was the uh, you know uh, big payback years, and I know Mike Cosby. What? That's fine. Just keep going. Um. Okay. All All right. Also, very forceful. A lot of the accusations are very well, like, like aggressively, very pushy, aggr- like he is like the, mean. the second they sit down or the second they enter whatever room he's in, he's on them. So he's none of this him. like uh, sweet talking, kind of like a la Bill no. Clinton kind of thing. No, it's, uh, no, no. Hey, smooth come over talking. here and right, right. Really? Yeah, he is aggressive and mean, supposedly. Right, right. What the fuck? You maybe it's okay. I think we were okay. Go ahead. I'm excited. I've only got three questions left. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I'm, I gotta make these count. Mm-hmm. Why? What was the impetus for this company coming out? What event happened that exposed oh. all of this? Are you talking about recently? Yep, Hannibal Burris. I love Hannibal Burris, he's you didn't, my favorite comedian. You didn't hear the story. Oh, uh, I know way too much about pop, cult- pop culture. I should not know this much. Okay, so Hannibal Burris about I plenty of time for this. I love Hannibal Burris. Good, good. Oh, he's fantastic. I saw him at uh, at the uh, um, Capital City Comedy Club, and it was amazing. I I cried. I was laughing so hard. He he does a great rant. Oh, it, it's oh. the way I feel. He about will most turn things, his way. back to the audience. He's not even looking at the audience. He will speak to the wall. And make you laugh your ass off. It's insane. It's really a weird delivery. Yeah, because he'll say something like, I don't even have a relationship with you people. I don't need to talk to you. So yeah. I'm going to talk to the wall. Y'all going to laugh anyway. So no. why, why, why don't I even try to talk to y'all? Exactly. Exactly. Right, so go on. Um, so he went on a rant about a year and a half ago in New York at a comedy club. And it was filmed. And the rant was about Bill Cosby. About Bill. 
Yes. And it was about Bill Cosby being a rapist and how everybody knows he's a rapist and how not only has it been in the circles of comedy, but we all know because there's been so many accusers out there over the years. But we didn't all know. Uh, you heard about it. We've all we, I know. I know the first time I heard about it was easily the mid 90s. Probably. No, no. Mid 80s was the first time I heard about it. I know that for a fact. Okay, well then put me in the in the bucket of people that haven't, and that's why mm-hmm. this story is so goddamn okay. big. Okay. So he, so, so Hannibal Burris, Hannibal did this goes bit. on this rant. It's filmed, of course. TMZ catches on to it. They throw it on their website, and then shit explodes. That's when I think at least half, if a third to a half, of these accusers come out of the closet and start. Just this is what happened. This is where I was. Blah, blah, blah. The word is the phrase is piling on, but they're not really piling on if it's fucking. If it's true, true. if it's true, there is no piling on. No, the, the, there's yeah. If it, if it's true, they just came out and decided to announce their story. And no, Hannibal Burris, without a doubt, no ifs ands or buts, was the modern catalyst for this story being as big as it is. <laughs> This is not a question. It doesn't count. I still have two left. <laughs> when I think about Eddie Murphy talking about Bill Cosby calling him. Oh, can you imagine that delirious? the call? Is that the was? Yeah, delirious? can you imagine the call to <laughs> Hannibal Burris? Listen here, you little shit. <laughs> mm, I wonder if he did. He didn't make that call. I wonder if he did. No. Well, you know, during this. He probably said, I'll break you. You'll never work in this town again. Blah, blah, blah. And mm. Hannibal Burris said, uh, I work all over the planet. So yeah. Yeah. Fucking... I can work wherever the hell I want. Oh, well, you know, during this SNL 40 thing. <sighs> it makes me wonder if he burned him. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, it makes me wonder if he burned him to where he thought, I'll just expose him. That brings up a very, or very is he good just, question. Uh, look, I'm going to take advantage of this. I heard a story the other day, and it's a, a rumor. I guess I heard a rumor the other day. In which, Fine. in which, um, Bill Cosby supposedly did somebody very wrong, and there is a theory out there that this is just a theory that these accusers are actually a um, because he did a certain person wrong. This person started concerted effort. Right now, you're getting it. A conspiracy, if you will. Or just people that associated with that person that did wrong. It's, it's sort of like, a, hey, this gal did my friend Bobby Brown wrong. And she knows Rick and Tom and Bill and Ted. And we're all going to trash her ass. Right. Okay. Right. So that's um, what happened. I heard, well, I heard that theory the other day. I heard the theory that, nah, I'm not surprised that, that, that you know, Bill Cosby no. is the victim of a huge conspiracy. I don't know victim, but. But whatever, whatever. But um, but I with this many, mm, that is, mm. um, okay. Are any of these charges going to stick? So far, no. I know. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So far, no. So far, no. So far, no. Um, no federal or state. Um, agency or even county agency has taken up the call. Um, New York has put in a preliminary investigation, but um, they've, I think pretty much rumor is that it's not going to go anywhere. Where would the, my last question, (laughs) where would this 
be held, L.A. or New York? I would imagine New York. A lot. Why? Why? Most of them. Most of them have in New York. Is that why? Yeah, most of them have in New York, yeah. It doesn't so. matter where he lives. It's the bulk of the Well, he lives accusers. in New York. Oh, he does? Yeah, that's where okay. he lives. Okay, yeah, he all lives right, that makes York. sense. Yeah, that's where his main residence is in New York. Um, also, I think I already told you this. But I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm going to go and say it. I would say this, and I'm just going to predict. Throw it. And I know it's macabre. Throw but it. Okay. I love it. Because it's a good time I love for a break. It. Say it. If, let's say... Let's say somebody decides to throw this to a grand jury. And let's say the grand jury decides to go forward with prosecution. The expenses are going to be crazy for the person that does it. He'll kill himself. I'm willing to bet. Dollars to donuts. Dollars to donuts. He's old enough. He's done. He's made his riches. He's, he'll be done with it. He'll right. be like, I've, I've done what I can. I'm finished. We're not done with this topic. Oh, we are God, tonight. We are, for, we are for tonight. We are for tonight. Okay, good. This song is called Suicide Solution. It's apropos <laughs> for what you're talking about. Let's take a break. Let's fill up a drink. Um, we'll come yeah. back. We, we got plenty of time. I need Bob. it. I need it. Fucking amazing. Uh, episode 38. Okay.
Okay. Episode 38, Jello Podcast. All right, all right. All right. At Jello Podcast on the Twitter. Hey, you know what? I'm telling you, I got this fixed. <laughs> Jello Podcast. I mean, at Jello Pod. No, wait. JelloPodcast.com. Uh huh. You know what you're going to do now? Straight to iTunes. Used to, used to be able to go to episodes and stream it live. Mm hmm. You know what? Going to, it's, it's iTunes now. Everybody's got iTunes, That's right? Everybody does. Every, every, that is true. Everybody has iTunes now. You know what? There, there may be a few people that go, you know what, fuck, I used to get it off my phone while I was listening to my car or whatever. Look, I'm saving you data time, okay? Also, no, you can do it on your phone. If you if you are savvy enough, you can, I know you can it. do it there. Yeah, there's the emulators yeah. out there. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, last section. Our All segment, right. excuse All me. Right. All right. <sighs> That last one rocked me. <laughs> it did. It hurt me a little bit. I had to like stretch out. I had I know, to. Oh, right? Uh, whew, I'd take a lot of breathers. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Um, we always talk about freaky shit now on the Jello Potting Cast. Bob, you, you brought this to us and made it, and made it okay. You're welcome. Um, a couple of girlfriends I've had, you know, they, they always end up sharing, you know, their freaky boyfriends or whatever. And. I think it's because I may be one of their top five freakiest, and, and I know with you, you. you're obvi- always the top two <laughs> freakiest of any girls that you date. So, I only have one to share here of an ex-girlfriend, Okay. but actually, I would probably date her again right now if she was sitting right here, but, um, and you were telling me about your, maybe your current girlfriend. No, was no. talking I'm, about an ex? Or, no, no. Um, it was actually an ex-girlfriend talking okay. about a guy yeah, yeah. tell my guy um i guess jump right into it why not um right i mean we've yeah. always said there's no end to people's kink i mean nothing fucking surprises anyone anymore i think it depends on the night it depends on the time it depends on you know i, I think yeah people are willing to push their limits extremely even people who are extremely uh uh conservative, conservative. yeah if it's the right time place and person oh they'll do just about anything. Yeah, it bleeds over from that Cosby thing. You think, uh, here's a guy that's... Uh, <laughs> Th- that is straight-laced, you know, Camille, like that. Oh, there... What? No, I didn't mean to do that. That was Fuck. not... That Fuck was it. I'm not, cutting this off right now. That was right not right, my Cosby impression. I swear it wasn't. <laughs> but, no. no, no go uh, if you feel comfortable in your time and place, oh, yeah. You're, you're willing to do just about anything. Now, it begs the question, did... Did that girl with her ex-boyfriend, did she beg him into doing that or, or, or suggest no. it or did he suggest it and then she went along with it? He suggested it. He think, suggested it. I think in this case too. <laughs> they were, uh, they were, they were. How long, uh, this was an ex-girlfriend from when for you? It's not even an ex-girlfriend. She was, I guess, uh, she's a, she's a good friend now. Fine. Fair yeah, enough. she's a good friend now, but she was a ex-lover, I think is probably the best way to okay. say it. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. okay. And, um, And she shared with you yeah, me an ex-lover of hers. Yes. Me and my girlfriend, she told us a story and in his which kink. they were, uh, they were in the middle of coitus, as you like to call it, you specifically, and, uh, he, she decided to pull out her toy and use it at the same time. He was on at, herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like he was eating her out, and then she. Uh, I think he. Her, no, her. I think he was having sex with her, and she decided to use it like oh, on, on, the, on a clip. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. And he. Sure, I, that's happened for yeah. a lot of people plenty of times, yeah. and, and for me plenty too. Hey man, uh, kick ass! Let's work. let's yeah, stimulate if it. If it makes you feel, let's good, make yeah, it work. work. I'm let's gonna feel good. I'm gonna get mine. So. Right. Right. Why shouldn't you? Why shouldn't you? Why yeah. shouldn't you? And so uh, 
So in the middle of her using it and him being inside her, he looked her straight in the eyes and said, use it on me. And she, I want to do butt stuff. I want to do butt, butt stuff. I want to do butt stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can I have some questions? I, <laughs> I love your questions. Uh, uh, yes, you can. Did he mean like, uh, I'm going to keep banging you and then you put in my butt while I bang you or let's stop doing this and, and I'll posture and you just work on me. How it was explained to me. All right. Thank you. <laughs> was that it was bend me over. Use it on me. Okay. Yeah, uh, you play the um, the role of the the dominant. Okay, the dominant. I think you know in this day of stupid Fifty Shades of Grey. Well, let's get a little more granular. When he yeah. said, when you say bend over, did he have his feet on the ground, lean over the bed, or did he go all fours and go butt up? Because that's a little dirtier. She did not get that specific, but she in my head. Oh, I totally imagined him on all fours. Yeah, he, <laughs> I mean, told, he totally got over on all fours. You know, I, you know, I, when you say something like that, yeah. yeah uh, okay. Get, I'm going to call you a dog. Get, get on all fours. Let's do this. All right, I'll shut the fuck up now. So, and then, so then what happened? she took her toy and he bent over and she proceeded to use it on him. And he got off. He enjoyed it. He did his thing. Um, I, I want to... I don't know if it's a good word, but I want to preface this sure. by saying that I think at our at our age and our stage of maturity, there hasn't been there hasn't been there have been many times in my life in which a woman has asked me or want to know if I want to do butt stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah same. And so, um, and listener, if you're over the age of thirty, you're a fucking lying, or else oh, your yeah. sex life is boring. Yeah. Or that's like one of those things where, um, uh, was it Bill Hicks said, if if a guy says he hasn't tried to suck his own dick, he's a total liar. Like you know, it's just <laughs> that, that's just you know, it's it's right, a, same thing. It's it's a stage of maturity, and so from what I imagine, she you know he got on all fours and she used it on him. Yeah. But the worst part is that she said after she used it on him, she couldn't look at her toy the same way. And she loved that toy. And so she had to throw it away. She had to throw it away. It was contaminated. (laughs) I was was like, why didn't you wash it off? She was like, it was psychological. Like, I couldn't think of the toy in the same way. been in uh, nether regions. She didn't. Well, she also didn't make the suggestion. It wasn't her suggestion. It wasn't something she was necessarily into. I have a confession. Oh, I'm excited. I've had something in my butt. Have you really? Yeah. Okay. I went to this doctor one time <laughs> because I had what I thought was pancreatitis, and he stuck a thing in my mouth that went through down into my stomach, and then he stuck a thing in my butt that was a camera too. A colonoscopy? That's what it was. Yep. Yeah, and col- so well, I yeah. have pictures of this uh inside my butt I want so, to, is it like now dude? i was it's like dude. i was it's sedated like <laughs> i was sedated completely knocked out an anesthesiologist administered heavy drugs i was out so i don't know what went my butt how deep how long how I, it did everybody's laughing there was slapping of the ass whatever so nothing other than that it was completely clinical that's okay. not to say i didn't call him back <laughs> One time, one time I went to my doctor, which of course is a female doctor and she's super gorgeous. And I guess I was uh, in my mid thirties and I remember I I asked her, I was like, so is this when you have to like 
do you have Start to like, checking yeah, for... do you have to stick your finger in my butt or whatever? And she's like, no, no, Robert, you're, you know, you're only in your mid thirties. That isn't probably going to have to like mid forties. Yeah. And I said, well, what if I give you 20 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> Consider it a tip. All right. Uh, the, the story opposite that, uh, this girl I dated, she said that her ex-boyfriend, um, they got kinky and, and that's why I like this girl because she was kinky open to, you know, whatever. Well, he wanted to do butt stuff, but he said, I want to be a cucumber and I want you to pick it out. So let's go to the grocery store and you pick out the one that you're going to use on me. I like the story. I, I do too. And I thought it was <laughs> There's funny. involvement. Yeah. Everybody's involved. Right. Well, what she had a problem with was that over time, the frequency in which he wanted that to happen became more and more often to the point where she finally said, look, I don't think you like me and want me as much as you want me to do that to you. Now that's when it starts to kind of make my eyes kind of Google, yeah. Google like, yeah. what the fuck? I like butt stuff. Nothing surprises right. me, but that he kept asking for it. The instead frequency, of her because she's right. beautiful. Right. Right. It's like, because that's where it turns from a fetish to your normal sex life. That's, you know, it goes from you wanting some, uh, a prime example. Sure, I knew right. a girl, um, uh, I knew a girl who had gotten with a guy and they had had a fairly normal sex life for a while. And then he wanted foot stuff. Like he wanted to like, he wanted her to like jack him off with her, with her feet mm -hmm. or, you know, he wanted to jack off while he was licking her toes or stuff like that. And then it did that. It got to that frequency where he went, where she went, well, do you only like you me for my feet? Like normal. Yeah, I'm not getting off. Like you're not even sticking your dick in me anymore. You're just having me, you know, mess with you with my feet. Like what fun is this for me at this point? You know, which is understandable. Sidebar. <laughs> she probably made it to the point where she's like, well, I'd just rather do this than have you fuck me. But then he goes, well, fuck it. This is more fun. At least I get to get off. At least I'm getting off. Yeah. Right, right. No, it could have. It could have. It's, it's sort of like, uh, ladies, careful what you wish for. You just might fucking get, get it. it. Yeah, or I, I want to know, not only did the frequency of the use of the cucumber become that, did the size of the cucumber increase? That's what I want to know. Uh, I didn't go there with her, and, and she didn't <laughs> offer that information. I, I'm going to guess. The I'm going to say yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say yeah. We were talking about in episode 37. I don't know how we the fuck got on this, but we got on it pretty quickly about gals dilating themselves before. Yes, for whatever. anal sex, right? So, right. So I'd imagine. Do, do you get? I'd imagine. Maybe he got used to cucumber. Pickle A, which became cucumber B, which became watermelon C. Fuck, who fucking knows? But um, the only other, did you have any other girlfriends that talked about their boyfriends? You know, their ex, oh, oh, almost every. Together? I would say not every, but there is a very high, high percentage of girls I've known who have talked about their sex life with other men who have who have um, talked about guys liking stuff in their butts I don't understand it I don't know why I've drawn the line at that I have no idea why I've drawn the line at that it's okay. you know because who knows it may be fantastic I've just never freaking done it listen I do want to tell you a story about my dad though I can't go for that 
But tell it pretty quickly. You've got at least two minutes. Okay. Then we got to get out. All right. Very good. So 38. All right. So uh, me and my dad, we build a barn. Um, uh, We spend like three weekends building a barn. And uh, the barn is built. It's a Saturday evening. We're standing out there. We're looking out in the pasture. It looks gorgeous. Sun is setting. It just looks fantastic. We both got beers in my hand. My dad turns to me. He goes, hey, boy, I got a question for you. I said, yeah, dad, what's up? He goes, you're kind of serious. And I said, dad, you know, fire away. You can ask me anything. He goes, boy, I'm just wondering why when I have sex with your mama, does she want to stick her fingers in my butt every time? (laughs) I was married at the time and I go, I know mine wants to do the same thing. What the fuck is up with that? I can't go for that. I'm going to draw this to a close before nice. it gets any worse. Uh, Bobby Brown, Robert Brown, thanks for coming in again. Anytime. You F38, know that. Uh, let's do this again soon. Without a doubt. Without uh, a doubt. You've inspired me to clean up the website and uh, let's get this out to your friends. Um, uh, you're awesome. Uh, let's have some of your friends come in, maybe, if they're as freaky as you are. Without a doubt. Okay, but Yeah, they would love it. See you it. next time. They would love it. See you I soon. Can, I can go for that. Yeah.